binoculars and what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Hey, welcome to Featured Creatures. I'm Alan. I'm Alex. And I'm Garrett. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was the fake out as I was out. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> Who are you normally? Um, the rat man. <laughs> oh, no, no, the Alan and rat man are synonyms. Oh, yeah. I'm rat men. I believe the term is slurred homophone. <laughs> We're just going to call this group of episodes the rat man trilogy. <laughs> Sure. And like Alan has become possessed by the spirit of the Rat Man. He's Alan Ratman. <laughs> I like slurred homophone. Yeah, that's what, that's the, totally the third he, subtitle. He's is <laughs> Alan Ratman. He's Alan Ratman is the star of like the the low budget bootleg like Die Hard film. It's like difficult death. <laughs> Mortis extremists or something like that. Like, I don't know. So here's another hour hard later. Here's another. Is Garrett the only one who remembers this question? Just like with the Lycos search engine and commercials. <laughs> remember when Spike first became a channel? Yeah. Yes. Do you remember Gary the Rat? No. No. It was an animated show that aired alongside Stripperella. No idea. It was. Ba- it's a guy who gets turned into, like, a rat man. Like, he's okay. just, like, an anthropomorphic rat. Oh, yeah, Stan Lee did that. No, that's Stripperella. No, Stan, no, he is stripper. I'm just remembering that. It's like, yeah, like Stan Lee's Stripperella. So <laughs> he advertised it. Yeah, I've always loved that idea. Uh, but... I've never watched the show. It was about a lawyer. He was a lawyer that got turned into a rat. Oh, huh. Fitting. <laughs> Topical. I don't remember his name. Well, Stan Lee. <laughs> no, not Stan Lee. <laughs> The rat. So it was no. Oh, was Gary. It's Gary the rat. Gary the rat. Sorry, I don't know what's the instinct. So his name was Gary Raffman, and then he became Gary Ratman. <laughs> Gary Rafferty. Gary Rafferty. Yeah. Think about that one. Oh. <laughs> well, I guess it's like Jerry Rafferty. Uh, anyway. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. Apparently, neither of us remember. No, Gary I don't know. Rat. I don't know where you're going. Okay. No, I'm just saying he's a rat man. Oh, okay. That's it. I bet you two dollars produced by Algae. Let's fucking look it up. Oh, God, do I have two dollars on me? Uh-oh. Let's look it up. <laughs> wow. What's that, R2? Yep, that's the computer noise. This is what computers sound like, right? <laughs> the final episode aired in 2003. Wow. First episode aired in 2003. <laughs> That was definitely a stretch of time when I did that. Okay. Created by Mark Colin and Rob Colin. Wow, okay. Ooh, you got two bucks. I guess I was wrong. I owe you two dollars. Hold on. I'm looking at executive producers now. Kelsey Grammer. Whoa. <laughs> and Arnold Rifkin. Okay. All right. The game is web episodes and a flash animation on the internet in 2000. Created by the defunct E-Studio, later restructured Studio Blitz. For Mediatrip.com. E-Studio. Oh, yeah. Kelsey Grammer was Gary the Rat Andrews. There we go. Wow. Oh, you know what? Betty White was in it. I never saw this, but I... I, Show me a picture. I never watched it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I... Okay. 
I do I do recognize the design, but I also never watched it. All right, I owe you two dollars. No, no. Did, who did I say, Al Jean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get to today's featured creature. We've the bullsh- Rat Man. We bullshit enough. Today, we are talking about the Blackbird of Chernobyl. Also called That's not what it sounds like. Russian Sunday Mothman. That is quite a departure from what I thought. This is our third Mothman without doing Mothman. You know, we almost have enough Mothman for like a Sentai team. I mean, we have enough for a three-man team. We have enough for a Ninja Storm. That's true. Or a a Dino Thunder. Yeah, wow. We just need one more for the uh, the extras. I mean, Mothman. Well, there you go. (laughs) Who would be the Red Ranger, though? Well, okay. I want to say, like, regular Mothman should be the Red Ranger. No, no. He's their... Dino Thunder Black. He's there. Like their leader that like gets a suit later yeah. in the thing. I don't know. Well, okay, I can't start it. I guess I gotta go process because we have we have Bat Squatch. No. Is as the as the, the Oh four Mothmen. Yeah, because Bat Squatch predicted Mount St. Helen. Yeah, four Mothmen then. So wait, hold on, hold on. Because there's that one. Now there's this one. What are the other two? Uh Owlman? Oh, that's right. And Chicago Phantom. Chicago Phantom. Okay, all right, all right. So I'm going to say Owlman is going to be like their Blue Ranger, and he's going to be like their healer, kind of. I think like you somehow. like thinking Blue Rangers are healers just because of Shinken Blue. Like, I know, but like, it fits. <laughs> no other Blue Rangers are healer. I always want to think that in, Yellow in Rangers have Ranger, super strength. Blue, I mean, that happens like a couple times. I, it's usually split between Blue and Yellow. Chicago Phantom is Red Ranger, no, no doubt about it. Chicago Phantom is, I'm going with their Yellow Ranger. I don't know. I, okay, see, Sounds I, like people really are more into this guy than anything. Oh, uh, Chicago Phantom actually has been rebranded. Really? Oh, it's no longer... Ranger. No, it's no longer... Um, it's no longer <laughs> the Chicago Man, Mothman. Or any, it's Michigan Mothman. Uh, because really? he flies well, a lot of Michigan. Lansing, okay. right? Yeah, I see. Uh, but okay, I still so. like Chicago Phantom because it's definitely not a Mothman. Michigan Mothman. To think we were there, we were on the ground floor of this, I know. Uh, this guy. I think someone's been, been listening and rebranding. I mean, I was. I love the idea. I of was following before monster, we were. Though. This is interesting to me. So, the Blackbird of Chernobyl, Russian Mothman. Any guess where its habitat is? I'm going to go with Chernobyl, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Bird City. Chernobyl. In Florida? No. Oh. In Russia. Oh, okay. Or Ukraine? I, I don't remember. Uh, yes? Yeah. Anywho. Description. Let's just say former Soviet Union. It's somewhere over there. Description. It's five to, seven, or five to six feet tall. It's a humanoid black mass with large wings and bright glowing red eyes. Okay, so your basic Mothman. Uh, like Mothman, it is said to be an omen. Of Chernobyl. Yeah. Uh, the story with it, that was a really short one. Oh, well, there's two stories. The sighting slash stories. In April th- in 1986, ver- uh, workers at the Chernobyl power plant, days before the meltdown, uh, four employees reported seeing the beast. Other employees reported he- or having horrible nightmares and getting <laughs> threatening phone calls. <laughs> Just picking up the phone. Get the fuck out of there, you piece of shit. <laughs> 
If you don't leave, I'm going to melt down your, your reactor. Yeah, uh, I see your wife and kids. If you don't leave, you're going to die. It's like, what? Is this a threat? I'm staying. I'm not going anywhere. And then April 26th, the meltdown happened. Uh, as cleanup crews worked, some reported a 20-foot bird gliding through the undulating tentacles of irradiated smoke, which continued to spew from the reactor. Uh, end quote. I also want to say that that was not Madison Beast. That was no, nuclear was, smoke. Yeah. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> I like he's reigniting the atmospheric beef. No. This is what I want. I'm quelling it. All right. Squash in the atmosphere. And we're going to do a rut, and we're just going to do a, a atmospheric beast roundup then. Well, as long as I can say what it ain't. I'm actually really interested in that. In that atmospheric beast roundup? Yeah, oh yeah. Like I said, there's not a lot, because we're already on to theories. I mean, he did what he was supposed to. He warned them, and they didn't listen. So that that's like the whole origin, right? Um, one of the theories is it's a black stork. All right, yeah. A spirit, a demon, or Mothman. Why not all three? It's a <laughs> Mothman spirit demon. And here is the... I'm just going to straight up say it. I'm taking a hard stance. Here's the truth. Oh. Okay. Uh, just a hoax, since it only the only info comes from a creepypasta posted in 2005. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, second creepypasta was posted in 2007, but it kind of is the exact same story, except for it went from, like, two paragraphs about the monster to, like, a five-page essay just describing life at Chernobyl before, and then oh, just okay. throwing... So it has, it has the, your typical creepypasta issue where like <laughs> the atmosphere like the setup is pretty good and then it's like oh and there's a monster ah that's the first one the first one is just like people seeing things monster explode like just quick everything's there basically the what i wrote like, just like a little bit longer the other one's a slice of life comedy and the other one is talking about just like day-to-day workings at the plant huh. and then like it melts down and people see a bird and does someone just go oh oh at the end Sure. Okay, I'll read it then. That's what I like. I like that kind of humor. And there's no pop culture because it's a creepypasta from 2005. Well, I mean, Slenderman's a creepypasta from 2005. Yeah, yeah but Slenderman's got a body count. <sighs> I guess that's no. True. The girl lived. Still a body count. That's a body in a <laughs> hospital. All right. <laughs> okay. It was down for an amount of time. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I'm not, like, saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying. For oh. Creepypasta, that's about as far as you get. For a good... I mean, it's... You know, none of, none, none of this is good. I mean, I already have a Mothman on UMA Sentai Cryptid Ranger. We're black Ranger. Mothman. He's black. Which And it's Mothman. Yeah. Well, no, they're humans with the powers of... Oh, well, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. But it's... Led by Forest Guardian Mothman. Sasquatch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're fighting aliens. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, Do you remember the lineup? Or are you trying to? No, I, I actually just remembered that there's a uh, Bigfoot movie on Netflix. Oh, which one? Uh, it's the one that has Ron Perlman in it. Which one? The the I think it's the one where like Bigfoot like might be fake. Oh, uh, like, Pottersville. It's like yes. I told I, I described this on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. Oh, it's never too early for Christmas. No, it's way too early for Christmas. We can talk about it now. I agree with I you. refuse to watch Jingle All the Way until the day after Thanksgiving. I've been trying to come up with a lineup of, like, basically, like, one Christmas movie I can watch every day, like, during the month of December. And all I have I, so far... I have that. 
I watch Jingle All the Way every day from Black Friday till Christmas. Well, last year I watched Home Alone 1 and 2 mm-hmm. and Christmas Vacation. So every day. where are you putting Hebrew Hammer? It, eh, I don't know. Because that's the know. second best Christmas I gotta movie. pick, I mean, I don't know. Not for me. I gotta, I gotta pick Christmas movies that I really like, that I can watch. Like, so, Santa's Slay. <laughs> Does have a wrestler in it. Uh, let's stop talking about Christmas. It's way too early for that. It's no, not too early. By the time no. So in the creepypasta. No. So hold on. By the me, time this comes out. Let me check. Because right now it's the 20th of November. Well, it's going to be after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So basically Christmas time. I was my case. Ooh. Yeah, this will be coming out on the 14th. Fine. We can talk about Christmas. Well, I refuse Ooh. it. Okay. I, I've retconned my opinion. Touche. Because I don't have a favorite Christmas movie. That's how, that's how the cookie crumbles. Put that cookie down. Put that cookie down now. <laughs> that's my favorite Christmas movie. Jingle all the way. That it's is about the true that, spirit of Christmas. That, that, see that, that Buying your child's love. Because in the 90s, if you're a dad that works hard, you're a villain. He is correct. Yeah. Not doing enough for your wife and child, even though. You're working hard running a sales business to provide a lovely home in the suburbs for them. But I will say, she didn't cheat on him. She didn't. It's the, the rare instance where she stood by her man. Everyone in that movie, like that family, everyone in that family is a good person. Yep. No one in the family is the bad guy. The bad guy is just just that guy. Because even Sinbad's just, not the bad guy. Hartman, yeah. yeah. No, it's, just, it's, a, it's like... Um, it's like a, a war and peace. It's just like, you know, there's not really any bad guy. It's just like a lot of unfortunate circumstance. The only bad guys when I wrote the creepypasta that made us duped about this <laughs> moth made man. Us, made us segue. He's, a, he's a good guy, but you're a liar raising our hopes. Yeah. I hope you're happy. I'm sure they are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've always wanted to write a creepypasta. But you know, that's... Oh yeah, I'll, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's, I mean, that was basically the, the extent of my thought. I want to, okay. I want to but make... Mothman's kind of like Arnold. He's like the improbable everyman, you know. <laughs> he's, he's jacked, but he's just a good guy, and he's pretty normal. He doesn't live in extravagant circumstances. He lives oh, in small like, towns. What was the line from Junior? <laughs> when the guy tries to steal his briefcase and he doesn't let go, and the guy's like, what's your problem? And it's like, it's, I, the gravity was your enemy. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Gravity was his enemy. Yeah, that's some, it's something to that extent. Hey! What the hell did you do to him, man? I did nothing. The pavement was his enemy. Oh, man. Yeah, I think the only movie where, like, it's addressed that he's, like, unnaturally muscular is Jingle All the Way. Because, like, Phil Hartman has that line where he's like, try to bench press your way out of this one. <laughs> and, like, everything else is just, like, is it, like, we're just, like, like in-universe? He's just, like, he's kind of, like, a flabby guy. Or, like... <laughs> Well, not even that. Like, I think it's the, it's just odd for him to be that jacked as a manager of a mattress company who doesn't have time to do anything. Is that what he does? Does he sell mattresses? Yeah, you know, crunching numbers really gets you buff. He's just like, he's got the... Uh, yeah, he's a mattress salesman. Like uh, not Bateman, salesman, but he owns killer, the company. Just, like, really into physical fitness. Real go-getter. Man. Anywho. What's his job in the sixth day? Then I'll stop. I promise. I forgot. Uh, I think he's a cop, right? He is a he's cop. Like okay, a yes. Never mind. That makes sense. <laughs> I think my favorite thing are movies where Arnold's just like inexplicably an American. I like when he's just inexplic- <laughs> inexplicably... 
when he's a Greek god. (laughs) He does have a surprising number of movies where he's a Greek god. No man is superior to Hercules. Good Hercules in New York. I love that movie. It's not bad. I I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. pretty well, and it is at least a real movie. It's no uh, Full Moon Productions. (laughs) Full Moon Productions, Hercules in New York 2. All right. I'm just going to give you a ground floor sneak peek, all of you. I'm going to write the creepypasta from Arnold's perspective of his style of commentary, of finding (laughs) the the Sacramento (laughs) Mothman. So I was there, and then this thing happened. It's flying in the sky because you know things. Things when you fly in the sky, you're in the sky. You're flying, and I thought, oh wow, that's that's really weird. And then I had to. I'm sorry. I'm work. I'm working on it. But but anyway, he just narrates it all, and you know it's true. You have to. You have to write it, Alan, and then we will release it. We will do it. So you know, it's going to be a hoax, but it's coming here first. It'll be the first thing that we make, like record in the booth that we're building. It's going to happen, you guys. Wow. <laughs> I'm in a character, getting a character. I'm going to start lifting weights He's again. Gonna I'm going to run for governor. <laughs> Ugh, this could go dark. I'm, I'm stunned. Yeah, it was, I'm done. <laughs> so let's just go to plugs. Oh, man, and just keep stuff. talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's that's the that's the rule for this plug. We got we got all plugs. No, you don't have to. But I'm it's gonna. what's gonna happen. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna talk about not Arnold. I'm gonna keep talking about him. Uh, my plug is the mystery man of Bill Bartell of the band White Flag. I was you know known about him. My friends knew him, but I didn't really know him. He just made fun of me once. But yeah, he is. He is the the improbable everyman. He discovered every band that's ever existed. He's done everything, and he passed away in 2013. But there's a crazy interview. It's called like it's White Flags World, and we're just living in it. And it's on this website, Pop Shifter. It's gonna be hard to find, but look up Bill Bartel part, Pop Shifter if you're interested. He made the best concept band. Where uh, he was in the punk scene from the very beginning. He quit it because he was bored. But he he found a cover band and made them his band. And then he found the most obnoxious person he could and made them the singer. And then he became a cop and a rodeo star, and White Flag destroyed the world. And yeah, he he's like the Arnold of music. Wow, improbable every man. <laughs> so, what Arnold thing are you gonna plug? Well, I got I can't even follow that. I'm gonna go last. I gotta think. Oh, you have to go now. Whoa, oh. wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So yeah, I forgot to throw in the radio show where I heard about him. So Real Rocker Theater VPN. Sorry, gotta throw it in because no, it actually. I will go next, because it'll be the bridge that branches your two. I hope so. So, <laughs> there's a band called Austrian Death Machine. <laughs> it's, um, it's a trash metal band, <laughs> and it's about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. There's a song, Get to the Chopper. There's, um, number two is Get to the Chopper <laughs> on their first album. <laughs> There's Rubber Baby Buggy Bumpers. Do they have more than one album? They have three albums. Whoa. Are these in the vein of Arnold? Oh, they're all Is about... Pulsing veins? They're all they're <laughs> all about Arnold. <laughs> but, and, like, are they done like... Because I, I was really mad about that Ned Flanders band. I hate them. They're not singing in Arnold's voice. But they're, they they stay more on Arnold. Yeah. It's Arnie Because that Flanders band was garbage. Anyone who liked that was garbage. I'm sorry. Like, all of the song titles are... Na- like quotes from okay 
You say you don't you don't like bands where they just have like a visual gimmick, maybe. And well, like I like no, I like visual gimmicks, but like well, but if it doesn't have like anything to do with because it's not like yeah, they're like called a, Oakley Doakley and they're garbage. They suck. They're a bad metalcore band. They just dress mid flying. There's nothing to do with and that that's flavors. it, right? Yeah. They just dress so it's Oakley. not it's not like Max Sabbath. It's exactly what yeah, it's no, it's not like because they have they have the whole thing where it's it's not just the visual gimmick. Although theirs is elaborate and great enough that no, I, but I, I think I, it would it'd be fine. I'm into that. Uh, another one of uh, Austrian Death Machine songs is called I Am a Cybernetic Organism Living Tissue Over a Metal Endoskeleton. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Austrian Death Machine. Yeah, the first album is released in 2008 called Total, Total Brutal. Uh, 2009 had their second album, Double Brutal. <laughs> and 2014 had their third album, Triple Brutal. I can't believe it's been that long. <laughs> some of the song uh, one of the songs on uh, Triple Brutal is I'll Be Back <laughs> number tw- number 12 on Triple Brutal is I Know Now I Know Now Why You Cry <laughs> it's a good name I'm not the pervert it's Turbo Time yeah that's also a good name alright Al <laughs> Shefton See, it uh, caught on. He's Alan. It works. <laughs> oh I haven't listened to the third album, but I'm going to buy it. Uh, my plug is T2 Judgment Day. If, you, if you've never seen it, you need to see that movie. It is just excellent. It's really good. I have it on Laserdisc. The other thing the I The most T2 format possible. I, yeah, actually, I, I watched it on Laserdisc the other day with... Uh, one, not the other day, like a few months ago. You gotta get it on that new format. It's the Zephram Cochran like bubble <laughs> crystal thing that he has magic carpet ride on somehow. No, I, I think I have it on wax cylinder. <laughs> you can be like the, the, the HGN guy and like break it. It's like, <laughs> this is extremely rare, one of a kind. Like, <laughs> uh but yeah, no, you should check out T2. I also want to plug though the uh the like the prosthetic Arnold head they use in the first Terminator where it's like just like from like the shoulders up and like on a post it's really awful but really great at the same time it's just fun man you talked a lot about Arnold I want to keep talking favorite Arnold Arnold and Christmas the sixth day sixth day is really good that's my top yeah I've never Um, I've never seen it that's the cloning one right yeah yeah I like I really like (laughs) it's like a buddy cop with Arnold and Arnold Interesting. I think it's it was called End of Days where he fights. Oh Satan. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that's. I always get Six Day and End of Days confused. See, I yeah. always confuse End of Days with Dark Blue, but Dark Blue is the one where they fight the Tooth Fairy, right? And it doesn't. It doesn't have. It's like Kurt Russell or something. Right? Uh, maybe I don't know this one. Or is that the as one? As much as I love Kurt Russell, I'm more familiar with Arnold. <laughs> maybe Dark Blue is like a police drama. Um, I mean, the title would make sense. There's a movie that either just came out or came out a little while ago with Jackie Chan and Arnold in it that I want to oh, see. Oh, yeah. Just the second time they're in a movie together? Yeah. And now they're at the prime. No, oh, anything <laughs> but my statue of me. Oh, man. That's a great movie. I, I mean, I, my favorite Arnold is definitely Arnold in Twins. Sorry, not Twins. Junior. 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 I love Junior so That's much. maybe my number three favorite movie of all time. Yeah, it's up there. Uh, Running Man is really good too, and he's not the one with the most incomprehensible accent. Yeah, yep. The woman, like, where is she from? 
space Spain. <laughs> she reminds me of Whitney Houston, where, like, you know she's from somewhere. She's, like, from Dubuque or something. But it just, like, the way that she was taught to speak is just, like, literally no one else ever. It's like the person who taught her was deaf, but also had a thick, like, Spain-Spanish accent. A native tongue was, was Castellan, and they learned <laughs> German for science only. I believe this is called acting, you guys? No. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe, but, like, I don't know. Well, that's uh, my favorite I think the my Total f- Recall thing. He's like, he's like, yeah. So there, so there's the part where the sweat chips on my brow until I'm nervous. He's like, he's like, yes, Arnold, that's acting. Uh, no, that, that's in there. I didn't. That's I know. Not my commentary. I know Arnold's commentary is the best. No, but someone else goes, yes, Arnold, that's acting. Well, I, I know, but I'm at the commentary tracks that he does. That he does are the best. Yeah. I don't think. And I've that is watched. the number one argument against <laughs> video piracy. Yeah, that's that's why I bought them all. That's you know I I remember somebody making that making that uh, point as like a way to try to combat piracy it was like actually include like really good special features just make it hard to pirate. I love audio commentary. Me too. So much. I, I love the uh, insight it provides into uh, Netflix could raise their their price by like ten dollars if they added audio commentary onto the audio options, and I would do it. Yeah, I mean, even just some of the special features <laughs> would be great. They already have the audio description, which is fantastic. I feel like some are a bit tedious, but some of the more, like, ridiculous action movies. I really like Arnold and Predator, and I'm trying to think if there's an Arnold movie I like more than Predator. Really? Because Predator combines, like, a bunch of shit I like, not just, like, an Arnold movie. Yeah, that's the Garrett movie. So I love Predator. (laughs) I'm, like, the only person I know that, like, I'm not, that's, like, into movies and, like, into, like, action and horror. Like, I just, I don't really care for Predator that much. Like it's super quotable. Um, it's also super good. I, and I, I, we, we all know I don't have the best memory of that movie anyway because I constantly would confuse all of the black people in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just there's like one Frankenstein's monster, man. and like I you was, mean all two of them. And I, I know, I know, I know. And they like they look super different. They look at the thing a lot so of, much different, so yeah. different. Like I could, I could recognize yeah. both of them, but yeah, no, I just I don't. Maybe I'll watch all the Predators for Christmas because I always think that it's a that it's Carl Weathers that has the has the minigun. No, but it's it's the other guy, the other guy, and then Jesse the Body Ventura uses yeah. it. Two crazy governors Jesse. in that movie. Yep, double governor. One is insane. <laughs> Yeah, Jesse, Jesse the Body Ventura. Yes, <laughs> that's the only thing uh, I can call him. Yeah, no, he's, he's like something else. It's it's. If I was in, the, so if, you're telling me that I'm crazy. <laughs> that's a really good Jesse Ventura. <laughs> I have seen uh, many things <laughs> and heard the many things, but I have never heard that I am crazy. You you wouldn't saw those things in our movie. <laughs> <laughs> See that that was a character that Jesse played. No, Arnold, it was not a movie. <laughs> me, me and you together fought an alien in the jungle. No, that was acting. That's why we both. He was supposed governors. to be Jean Claude Van Damme. We both yeah. saw that in the jungle. Don't pretend. <laughs> I know you've seen the files too. It's it's really weird though watching like old like WCW with him doing like wrestling commentary. <laughs> Because he's, like, just as... But he, like, on top of, like, just, like, kind of being... He's, like, really, like, standoffish. I think one-fourth of this episode 
is Black British Chernobyl and three fourths is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Look, write a better creepypasta. Sorry, I said it. <laughs> He's a cryptid, dude. Arnold's a cryptid. Oh, man. And on Ryder, do a better job. This you is know, what happens. You know what's even weirder to me, though, about hmm. this whole Jesse Ventura thing is how normal he is in The Running Man. Like, right. I almost didn't, like, I when the first time I saw it, I didn't recognize it. I was like, Jesse Ventura was in this? It's like, oh, no, yeah, because he, he wasn't he wasn't a psychopath. Okay, I have an idea. I have a fun group project. Oh, God, yeah, okay. A What's... fun brainstorming session that we're going to do right now. Okay, Oh, right. boy. Like, we're going to come up with an idea for a movie. Okay. That has to start Arnold and has to involve cryptids. Okay. And I have one idea already. Okay. We remake Harry and the Hendersons with him as John Lithgow. (laughs) I mean, that's basically sold. (laughs) That's, I mean, like, it doesn't really need much more work than that. (laughs) I think we're ready as a society for this. I I mean, I love John John Lithgow. Yeah, but, come on. Okay, but... He can be his dad. He can be Arnold's dad. Okay, we gotta rework one thing, though. All right, we Mm. gotta gotta change it. Because the original movie was about... It was like a sort of pretending to be a conservation film. So in this one, maybe, like, Harry's coming down out of the mountains because the mountains are getting too hot. So he's gotta... He's gotta gotta warn people. He's gotta be top. And the Bigfoot hunter that is tracking him will be played by... Danny DeVito. No. Oh, that'd be too good. No. <laughs> I actually really want Danny DeVito to play like a small Bigfoot. Danny DeVito plays Sasquatch. Were they? It's just forced perspective to make him seem big. <laughs> that's what it, that's going down. And don't fight me on this. I Weren't they can't. supposed to make a third, like a, a twin? Not that, a third, that with, is with Eddie Murphy. still what I keep hearing. What? And the rumor has been the same for like a decade. Yeah. You know, like Oscar Gamble was one of the fathers and it's Eddie Murphy that's the third brother. Yeah, and I... I I've heard it from, like, Arnold's Facebook and Twitter, like, that they're making Twins too, but I haven't been able to find anything else about it. I guess Sonny really blew up since then. (laughs) Oh, no, Danny would still do it. He'd still do it, but he's got a production schedule. (laughs) I mean, I saw him at school and Danny would dip out real fast. He was a busy dude. The only time I ever met him, I was a very young child, he was hanging out at Six Flags, so it wasn't really a big deal. Uh, the Bigfoot Hunter has point. to be played by someone. I mean, I actually think Danny DeVito would be perfect in that role. He would be too... Okay, fine. He can be that. Then who's Bigfoot? Who's in the suit? Who's a, Who's like a famous tall man? We're gonna six-day this. It's Arnold, too. Arnold plays against Arnold. I, I, we're not... Rick Baker presents Arnold Schwarzenegger in all the roles. We're not doing a fucking uh, Dr. Doolittle he's fucking... The, <laughs> not an Eddie Murphy nutty professor. Um, John Cena's Bigfoot. It, well, I mean... No, because he's... I mean, we, you know... Are we gonna have like a, like some kind of... like Because you can't see him reference or something? No, no. You can tell it's him. How about Robert De Niro? You know, I actually feel like De Niro could play like a really good because he—I mean, he played Frankenstein's monster. Like, I think he could play Bigfoot. Uh. I mean, otherwise, so like, no. Like yeah, Jesse the Body Ventura is Bigfoot. <laughs> no, Jesse the Body Ventura is the but Bigfoot hunter, and Danny DeVito is the Bigfoot. All Back right. on that, Hollywood, you got a hit on your hands. Are you brave enough? <laughs> I am. Bad enough dudes to produce this film. All the Bigfoot shots are forced perspective to make him seem two feet taller than Arnold. I mean, honestly, like, if it... Critics will rave about the cinematography forever if you do this. You're stupid if you don't pick this up. 
I don't know how you remake this movie though, because you, I mean, it would just be like a shot for shot. Yeah, it's the same thing. I feel like this movie actually would have been like real, like a, a a legit sequel to Harry and the Hendersons, but one of those weird ones where like they couldn't get the same cast, and they don't really <laughs> reference the first movie that much, but it's like the the general premise of it happened. It's like, oh yeah, there's our friend Bigfoot. He's back. So not the same as so Harry's back. Not the same as Jingle All the Way to, where it's just the same story, but instead of Arnold, it's Larry the Cable Guy. Instead of a cool action figure, it's a fucking teddy bear that looks generic as fuck. I've never seen this movie. I'm glad it was direct to DVD. Sounds, yeah. Wow. Was it? What do you, what do you call it? A cash bill. <laughs> but on the on the other hand, on the flip side. Kindergarten Cop 2 with Jean-Claude Van Damme. No, it's uh, Dolph Lundgren. Nope, Dolph Lundgren. That's right. Wow. Because Dolph Lundgren is fucking fantastic. He's also a quality actor. Uh, it's not the same story, but it's pretty good. Yeah. It's the RC Cola. Okay. <laughs> it's just a... Yeah, whatever. Moral of the story, write a better creepypasta. Sorry. So... You blew it. You can contact us on Twitter at Twitter. On Twitter at Twitter. Twitter. Tweet tweet. Contact us via Twitter at Fee F-E-A-C-R-E. And email us. <laughs> Our email is featuredcreaturepod at gmail.com. We'll read whatever horrible script you sent us. Yeah, basically just do any that. ridiculous email. And Billup, if you're listening, we're here. <laughs> And we're ready for your next letter. Philip, I want to know who you recast in this Henderson's remake. <laughs> oh boy. Have you even seen the original? Oh well, he God. would want to put it's a great movie. whoever is currently holding the title of Bigfoot as Bigfoot. Oh, that's true. He wouldn't want anybody appropriating that Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. Maybe, maybe we were wrong on all this. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can, you can write this wrong. We should get a Sasquatch to play Sasquatch. Yeah. Which is fair. I mean, it is. We want to put somebody in, in squad. The world is 